I uh, like really found someone last year. Uh, Nick Dillon is his name. And mm-hmm. I brought him on in the business. And, you know, we essentially just like run the businesses day to day together. Uh, mm-hmm. We go out marketing together. We do sales together. And we just really hold each of us in, yes. we, uh, uh, you know, like by our word, like we really make sure that, uh, you know, at the beginning of each week, uh, we choose our schedule and we go out marketing together every day. Uh, we make sure that that we do the full three hours. And yeah, and I mean, you know, like we just really make sure that, you know, like we are, that we are on the right path to get like what we want from our futures. And we really just bought in that the skills that we're developing here are the skills that are going to be the skills we need to get where we want in the future. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. Really excited today. Every season we'll, we'll have just these operators who just break out. I'm bringing to you a, a young man by the name of Kent Thornhill. Kent's been in the program four years. He was a Mexico level operator in his first year. In his second year, the year of COVID, you'll hear he didn't perform. He, he jumped up, I know, 15, 20% over the, that year, but he really felt like he saw that he just wasn't performing at, at, at the level he could. Last year, he you know, doubled his business and was one of our top performing window cleaning operators in his third year, did about $126,000 with the business. But this year, it's he's already got $60,000 booked. It's February 7th. So it's just incredible, just the, the level of integrity, the level of skill set that he's operating. You know, it just demanded me having him on the show and sharing what's going on, what's happening with Kent, you know, what's happening with this new level of transformation. Um, And I'm just always, always excited when our leaders just jump to that next level. So I know you're going to love this conversation. Uh, I know you're going to love the the story of, of Kent and his leadership journey. So, um, you know, what we're interested in is finding other amazing young leaders to go and make a real impact on. So if, so if you know any students interested, please send them my email, cthompson at studentworks.com. Share this podcast. You can send them to our website uh, at studentworks.com and uh, have a super fantastic day. Thanks so much. Kent. So excited to have you on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Welcome. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, geez, Chris. Uh, you know, I like thanks for having me here. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. So, you know, why don't we go back to the start? You know, uh, I know we've known each other a long time. You've been in the program this year, fourth year. So before you joined the program, what were you like? You know, any frustrations you, that you had at that point? Yeah, so I mean, uh, like before I joined the program, you know, like pretty normal person. Uh, I mean, you know, I worked at Dominion. I worked at uh, like Montana's for a bit. So yeah, I mean, you know, just like really normal person. Um, I never really like saw anything huge like for myself. I always just thought I would live a a, like normal life, you know, just kind of like, you know, like follow the systems. 
And then, yeah. And then in my first year of university, I was just sitting in my econ class and I got passed back a clipboard about this. And it's just like, geez, this sounds like the opportunity of, of a lifetime. And then, yeah, I signed on and it's probably been the best thing I've ever done since in my life. Well, that's great. That's great. We don't we don't do do any of those. I guess there's hardly any more classrooms anymore. But um, but but no yeah, more clipboards. Yeah, no, exactly. But 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 uh, but definitely, uh, you know, sort of it's it it really is kind of a, a transformation in terms of of how you see the world. So why don't we walk through that? I know you know. Why don't you describe what it was like? You know, your first year, what you discovered, if you think about it, because I know it's four years from now, what you discovered in that first year about yourself, you know, about, about, you know, what you saw uh, in yourself as a leader. Yeah. So in my uh, first year, uh, everything was really new and I kind of came into it with a bit of an ego, you know, thinking like I knew everything, like I was kind of just like ready for it uh, from the get-go. And then as things began, I started getting, you know, all those no's, uh, you know, when you're knocking on doors and the rejections. And then I really just kind of realized, like, I don't know any of this. <laughs> I really, <laughs> you know, just like don't know anything that I'm doing. So then I really just had to begin there at uh, base one, just learn everything, uh, you know, take my time, uh, you know, like go canvassing, you know, be, uh, you know, like be thorough when you do calls. I never really focused on recruiting a whole lot in my, in my first year. I never really trusted anyone. That was okay. a big thing. I found it kind of like difficult to put trust in into someone when this is like meant to be my business. And then, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I did like pretty good in my first year, but uh, just really just got out uh, like complacent once I uh, like got my goal and I hit my goal there. I think it was around June. I hit my goal, June or July okay. in sales. And I kind of was just, you know, satisfied there. And then, yeah, just like ended off the year. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. And, and again, you had a successful year, you know, you, you, you know, you made the Mexico trip, you know, you overcame some things. So what do you think about, about that overconfidence? You know, did that happen? Like, I know uh, my understanding is you were a referral or did you know someone in the program? Do you think that's what created the overconfidence or what, what, where was that coming from? Do you think? Yeah, I'd say it's because I knew someone who mm-hmm. already did it and he did really good in, uh, in uh, like his year. And I just felt like, well, you know, he can do this, then I can obviously do that. And it's just, and it's just not the case. Like I didn't even think about all the work and all the like development he would have had to go through to get there. And I just kind of assumed that I was just already there when in reality, there's so much learning to get to that point. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. You know, and and it's, it's one of those things we really do our best to, to, you know, not, caution or coach our our referrals through it's one of the biggest risks that we have like from first of all referrals tend to do way better in our program because they know it can work and the 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 risk of that is then they think it just will work well it will work if i work exactly (laughs) exactly yeah and that was a huge thing like i kind of just thought that things would just like happen for me i thought that sales would just come to me I yeah. thought that everything would just, you know, just like work out. Yeah. Uh, like I remember it was, we were going into production in my first year. It was like last week of April and I had mm. two guys and I had two guys hired on 
And I just assume that, you know, like they're going to be with me the full year. And if they're not, then someone else will just come. I just like thought that someone would just come out of nowhere and, you know, this would be the person. Uh, But, and then really it was after, after my second year, I kind of realized that things aren't just going to happen for me. I need to go out and make these things happen. Um, You know, like nothing's going to come. I don't deserve anything. Um, I need to go actually earn everything that I want. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we talk about that second year? So heading into that, that, that second year, um, like, like looking, looking at your, your business charts, you know, you got off to a much better start than you did uh, in your first year. Now, again, some of that's just, you know, you can go and reclaim that, that business. You can, you can market that business, you know what you're doing and you were able to really, really jump right up. But why don't you tell us more about that second year and, and what you got out of that and how your results were again? Yeah. So that second year, um, I kind of came into everything, you know, with the experience. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew more about the actual day to day of the business and what everything looked like. Um, I did a bit, I did a bit more recruiting. Uh, I brought on more people onto my team, but still into my second year, I just didn't trust anyone enough to really give them any crucial tasks like for the business. Uh, Like I never really wanted to delegate out the marketing just because, you know, that was the main source of getting leads and I didn't want to have the wrong, like the wrong person do that. Uh, So in the like second year, kind of just like growing on what I learned in my first year, but not really uh, being able to trust anyone enough to actually do like some serious tasks. Yeah. And and then what was your experience of, of COVID, Kent? Because that was the year of the first experience of COVID. You know, and I, and I noticed that all of a sudden you grew your business and then literally it stopped for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, seven weeks, like not being able to sort of work on your business. What was that experience of? Yeah. So COVID is probably the world's best excuse. That's that's okay. pretty much how I, how I, I, I thought you look at because it. Yeah, just because I know when COVID hit, uh, I was like, oh, this is a great excuse. I don't need to worry about my big goal anymore because I can just say, oh, COVID, you know, oh, oh it's like because yeah. of COVID. So I really handled COVID the wrong way, honestly, looking back at it, uh, just because I, I do remember there were lots of, you know, like people in the business who were crushing it during those right. seven weeks when we had people like myself who, who were just kind of like, well, look, there's nothing I can do. When in reality, there is lots of things we could do. You know, we were doing quotes over Zoom. Uh, You know, we were calling, you know, like we were calling through the phone book the same as if we were canvassing, which is pretty brutal. But at the end of the day, it's something you can do. And, you know, and, you know, it is better than just doing nothing. But and then once I uh, I, like began seeing everybody else, you know, really like succeed, I was just like, all right, well, like, you know, like this doesn't matter. Like, you know, like there's ways around it. Uh, You know, like we can follow the like safety guidelines. We can wear a mask. We can keep our distance. And, you know, like we can really still run our business by doing all of these things. Uh, So then that's when I really first began doing Facebook marketing just to help get some more leads. Um, and then we would do quotes over Zoom. We would do interviews over Zoom with the workers. And right. that kind of just, you know, like all came together and then really just began working. 
Okay. So year one, and one of the things for our leaders listening that the numbers have really, really dramatically changed, especially in window cleaning. I should say in both sides of the businesses, our averages have really grown over the last couple of years. But, but you know, window cleaning, I can't remember what year we're in, year seven or eight of, of window cleaning. And so to make Mexico, uh, I'm not sure exactly the number, but Kent was on a trip, $57,000 you jumped to $67,000, you didn't make the trip, but there was no trip. So I guess that was also, there was no trip. So it wasn't a big loss. Maybe that was a uh, something as well that, that didn't impact. But, but like you said, you, you know, you found yourself kind of, you know, maybe making excuses, not, not being as proactive. And Last year, you know, you basically went and grew your business from $67,000 to $126,000. So basically doubled your business. So thinking about what happened last year, you know, who did Kent become, you know, in year three of running his business? Yeah. So at the beginning of uh, like, uh, like last year, I really just uh, like thought about it and I was like, what do I want like from myself? And, you know, like, what do I want from my life? And, you know, like, where do I see myself in the future? Right. And I wanted huge things. I have huge dreams. I have huge goals that I, uh, you know, like will hit. And then I just realized that I need to start putting in the work. There's no excuse to hard work. Uh, right. If you want to hit these huge goals, if you want to do your dreams, uh, then you got to be willing to to just like bust your ass. You got to mm -hmm. be willing to just put the work in. You got to be willing to find awesome people. You got to right. be willing to uh, like trust these people. You need to yeah. put every bit of trust you can't have in these people. Uh, just because at the end of the day, if you don't trust someone uh, with your business, then they just can't be in your business because like they're not going to run up like properly. And yeah, I just really realized that things aren't, aren't just going to like happen for me. Uh, mm -hmm. I need to go out and really get everything going. And then, yeah, that's when I, I began and then I really kept my word. So if I say I'm going out like, uh, like marketing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I will be going out uh, like marketing. Mm -hmm. And I almost get these crazy thoughts in my head when it's like, Oh no, you know, like I don't need to go out like marketing. I had like great success on uh, Monday and Tuesday, you know, like maybe right. I don't need to go out Wednesday, you know, right. I got 20 leads there the other day, but then it's like that exact thought is no, because if you don't go out like marketing tonight, then you're not going to keep getting these results. And it's just, you know, like never getting too high on your success uh, and, yes. just, and just, you know, like keeping it level and not getting too up about the ups. Uh, because when you get too up on the ups, then you get really down on the downs and you just want to keep yourself level. That's what I find really helped. I love it. And it's, you know, setting up a schedule that you feel confident that is going to win. And so if that means Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going out so that I can set up a really great week, then I go out. And it doesn't matter if Monday and Tuesday become unbelievably successful, because what we do know is success in life is random. Sometimes it's like they're all going to happen and everything's going great. And then sometimes it's not going to work. So we do the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever it is, the, the five nights a week, or the three nights, a week, whatever the schedule is, we do so that we can guarantee the success we want, right? And because we know we're going to get those times where no one's at the door and no one's saying yes, or whatever it is. And so we've got to, 
we got to be prepared for both of those results. And, and so we put our word to it. And that's really what you discovered last year, right? Is in living into that bigger part of you. Exactly. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, like one thing just with like the knocking on doors is, you know, uh, like you really want to be looking for no's. I found yeah. that's something that kind of, you know, like changed up, up like my up like my mind shift just because, you know, I like one no, then you're just like that much closer to getting a yes. And okay. if you get 10 no's in a row, that means you've got some yeses coming your way. Like it's just a matter of numbers, you know, like, and, yeah. or even if, or even if you get like 40 no's in a row, then yeah. you know, you've got a hell of a lot of yeses coming. So you, you know, so you better go out and get those yeses because yeah. you just got 40 no's. So there's some yeses in there somewhere. That's great. And it's really reversing, you know, and not being impacted by the, you know, just the, the, the results that aren't going with you right now. Cause, cause, cause again, it's like, you know, you just, you just know that if I stay the course, I'm going to get the good results. I stay the course and, and that's what successful people know. And, you know, what do you think changed about you and your vision for your life? Like, what do you think changed is, did, what, did you start reading more? Did you start, you know, what, what, more, time with other people in the program more time what do you think changed about that Kent yeah so I just really seen other people in like the program and they were doing amazing things and I mean I would look at the people who did the program and now they're doing these amazing things like you've got I mean like multi multi-million dollar businesses some people even right. like 200 million dollar businesses so it's right so I mean like I was proven that it's possible like my wildest dreams are possible. I right. can do them. It's just, I need to put in the work now. Like there's no, Oh no. Oh no. Like later that'll happen. You know, like later right. it, it'll just like happen, but it just won't like you need to click now. And now is, is like where it begins, you know, like you're building all these like routines and these like habits that are going to be super beneficial in, in the future, but you need to actually develop them now if you want them to defend to actually be there in the future. If you just, you know, like assume that, that, you know, just one day you're just going to get these habits. It, it's just not true. So I really thought about it and I thought about, you know, like my dreams, my goals. And I was like, you know, I'm not on that path. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I mean, like maybe I am, but it'll be a long path. It'll be a while until I get there. Just considering where, you know, like I, like what I did in my first and second year. And then in my third year, I was just like, no, like I'm going to just put in the time and I'm going to do everything I, I need to do. I'm going to, you know, like develop these skills. I'm going to talk to, you know, the people in the program who got them so I can learn from them. And I'm just going to really make things work for me rather than hope that it's just going to happen for me. And okay. I really realized that nothing's just going to happen for you. You don't deserve anything really, you know, like yeah. you're not, you know, like you really don't deserve anything. I mean, you know, like we live in Canada, that's pretty much all we deserve. Like right there, it's a beautiful country. Like yeah. we don't have any real worries. So if you want anything extra and you want that amazing life, then you've got to go out and get it. You, you know, like you've got to be uh, like the captain of the ship. You can't just be on like the back deck hoping that, you know, like, uh, like, that like you're going to end up where you want to go when you're not the one driving. You have no yeah. idea where you're going to go. Absolutely. You know, and, and again, it's, it's one of those things and just a big shout out to, you know, Conrad Smith, 
Uh, and then also just all the the St. John's leaders, you know, it's 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 really been incredible. And again, the, the entire business, but really St. John's itself has just really, really come up to the next level. And, uh, you know, Matt and Jackson and, you know, and, 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 and the leaders in the program just stepping up. Um, and that is going to draw on the, the next group of rookies who are going to come up. And it's, it's really been fascinating to sort of see. And just again, you can see it in averages, you can see it in net profit, but you can also just see in the level of integrity about, you know, how people go about their day on a consistent basis. And that's something that I really saw in a big, a big shift, you know, just for our, our leaders. I think we had a hundred percent return rate the year of COVID. So in the, the entire did, yeah. team completely returned. Um, I don't believe we've ever had that before. And then this year, a, a massive return rate and then just all referrals coming in, um, you know, et cetera, to come fill the spots. And and it's just it's just a, a just a really, really great community of leaders, really, really great community of people, you know, in it for each other, too. And, and just that's something as well that's that's it's really happening again in St. John's, of course, plus also so many of our other areas as well. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, and some people might wonder, well, how do you end up on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast? And, you know, frankly, there is no structure. Uh, but but, but, but the, the one thing that there is, is all of a sudden somebody starts doing something and it's just like, what? And like last year, obviously for Kent, it was a big jump. He doubled the size of his business, you know, and that that is noteworthy. And on the other hand, not that noteworthy in this business. But this year, Kent is on a, another just enormous jump. So Kent already has, um, you know, $60,000 booked. And it is, you know, February as of like February 7th. So last year he did 120 and then, you know, really three or four weeks in, he's, he's at 60. So it's just like just an enormous curve of difference. And so, um, so first of all, I just want to just connect with you. Like what's going on this year? versus last year, just an enormous jump last year. Like what's happening this year? How are you seeing things? What are your goals for this year, et cetera, uh, for this year? Yeah. So I, I like really found someone last year. Uh, Nick Dillon is his name. And mm-hmm. I brought him on in the business. And, you know, we essentially just like run the businesses day to day together. Uh, mm-hmm. We go out marketing together. We do sales together. And we just really hold each of us in yes. Yeah, you know, like by our word, like we really make sure that, uh, you know, at the beginning of each week, uh, we choose our schedule and we go out marketing together every day. Uh, We make sure that that we do the full three hours. And yeah. And I mean, you know, like we just really make sure that, you know, like we are that we are on the right path to get like what we want from our futures. And we really just bought in that the skills that we're developing here are the skills that are going to be the skills we need to get where we want in the future. And uh, he's absolutely crushing it. And right. yeah, we're just really putting in all the time that we need and we're not making any excuses. excuses. That's awesome. And, you know, it's one of those things where it really is amazing when the team of people that you recruit help you operate at a higher level. And then you oh, help and them operator at a higher level. Totally. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. that is exactly how, honestly, like that's the case. Like, honestly, yeah. I learned more from him than mm-hmm. I would have ever thought. Uh, yeah. You know, like usually these, 
student teachers uh, like teaches the teacher, but sometimes the teacher teaches the student. I think yeah. here it's it's definitely it, it is definitely a bit of both. I mean, I know just there the other day, I was getting all like annoyed and like flustered, you know, like nobody yeah. was answering the phone. And then we and then we like got together and I pretty much just coached him on not getting, you know, like I like fluster with everything getting and it just becoming too much. And I yeah. thought about it and I was like, I literally am coaching him on exactly what I need coaching on. And then I just thought about Absolutely. it. And it's kind of like, I like learned myself, like, yeah. well, like, how can I tell him this? And like, just think about it yourself. The same like applies to you. And then I thought about it and then I was feeling a little bit better getting on that good groove. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can't remember the exact wording, but you know, we, we teach people what we need to know, right? Like there's some, yeah. you know, there's just, you know, and, and again, that's one of the great things about being a coach. One of the great things about being a leader is your people are mirrors for you. Their performance are mirrors for, for you so that, again, you can step forward if you're willing to. I guess we can also we can always throw them, throw a cloak over it, not really see, just make it about them and their problems, not actually see that, oh, hey, I'm behaving the same way we could do that. Again, that certainly wouldn't work. That certainly, you know, and and again, you'll lose good people if you do that, et cetera, et cetera. But but instead, really stepping into it and going, oh, is that ever funny? I guess I see they're getting, you know, sensitive or defensive. That's something that I do, you know, Kent. And, and so it's like, oh, look at look at that. Okay. Oh, look, you know, and then I can I I coach sensitive, you know, how not to get sensitive and defensive well because I, I that's one of my weaknesses like oh yeah. yeah that's something I do and here's what I do to kind of manage that and here's what I try to cope with and I totally get it if you're doing that you know or I feel frustrated too and here's what I do so it's it's just great uh when again we're going through these things together you know uh I know I was coaching someone the other day and and they were saying oh geez you know it's it's you know someone someone told me oh they didn't want to go canvassing and, and they said, you know, well, you know, and they, they, they talked about how they managed it. And I said, well, hold on. The first thing is just to get in their world about, I totally get why you don't want to can't go campusing today. It's really totally. cold. It's really rainy or snowy or gee, you've been doing it a bunch and you're tired. And I, yeah, I just totally understand that. Like a lot of times I don't want to do what I want to do. And then it's like, oh yeah. You know, so what do you want to do? What do you think you're going to do? Oh yeah. I'm just going to go canvassing because I, you know, it's get again, my, my feelings are, are this, but I want that for my life. And I know a lot of times it's like, you know, a, imagine a professional athlete. I bet a bunch of times they don't want to go to the gym and totally. they go to the gym. They go to practice. You know, it doesn't matter. My feelings don't matter. You know, uh, oh, sorry, my feelings matter and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know they're, uh, they're like two days ago, even there, you know, like this year, I'm in yeah. my like fourth year and. I just really did not want to go canvassing. Like okay. pretty much every time I go out, uh, like marketing, I'm there and I'm like, oh, God damn it. I do not want to do this. I <laughs> still, uh, and I mean, I'm uh, like yeah. going out there uh, like tonight and I'd say, yeah. I'll, I will have the exact same thought. I do not want to do this. Uh, but yeah. then, you know, like once like you're finished, you feel awesome. I love yeah. the feeling after. Yeah. So it's just like thinking about, you know, like, no, like, you know, you need to do this. You know that like you love this because of that feeling after. Yeah. But 
and you always just get lost in your head and then these thoughts just start going like oh, i don't want to do this and it's so easy it's so easy not to do it you know you just yeah. you just like yeah. don't go that's yeah. one of the easiest things to do <laughs> Uh, but you just got to think about like, what's going to happen. Like, you know, like I got these huge goals. Uh, and if I don't go out tonight, then I'm not going to hit them. It's, it's just a matter of fact. So yeah. I always got to be thinking about like the bigger picture and not get lost in the small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, uh, as well, you know, if, if, if you relate it to athleticism, you get to the gym, put your shoes on, you know, and then you start going. And again, there's a lot of times your body's giving you resistance or you jump on that bike and you start cycling. You know, I really don't want to do this. And then all of a sudden, five minutes in, it's like, whoa, I am it. ready to go. All yeah. right, I'm crushing it, you know, or or whatever. You know, it's it's you know, an understanding again, the it's part of part of being human doesn't want us to get out of our comfort zone. But the best part of us totally wants us to get out of our comfort zone because that's where we grow. That's where we feel great. Again, and like you said, remembering at the end of it, how much, how great we're going to feel, you know, exactly. uh, through, through it. And, and that, and that, you know, it's, it's really great as well. You know, Ken, you know, one thing I heard you say, and it's really good to say is for, for all of our leaders listening, Kent knows tonight he won't want to go. And yeah, no, he'll do I know. It anyway. I know exactly. <laughs> I, know. I know. Tomorrow, and, I won't. Yeah. I won't want to go tomorrow either. And, <laughs> and next week and April, it'll yeah. never end. Yeah. I know, and <laughs> that'll and like you'll just always have that thought in your head, and it's so easy, yeah. you know, just for that thought to quickly come. But you really got to see the bigger picture, and you got to realize yeah. why you're doing this, yeah. and then and then you just get that motivation. Yeah, and that no matter what, any part of your life you know, greatness is overcoming those feelings. It's like in a relationship, there's a conversation that needs to be had. Oh, something I need to say, something we need to talk about, something we need to sort of, you know, just, you know, figure out there's this conflict happening. And, and there's a big part of me that doesn't want to have that conversation, but the better part of me does. And then once we do, oh, wow, we sorted that out. That's fantastic. And that's better for my partnership or my, or my, personal relationship or my business relationship right and it's there's always going to be things there's no way out of this you know and the way out of it is to not do it and then i get the impact of not doing it i'm not going to get those big dreams i'm not going to have those great relationships I'm not going to have the fit body that i want or the good eating habits and the healthy lifestyle whatever it is i'm not going to get it you know because because it's that that obstacle that's going to make it challenging for us. So just so love it. What about, um, could you have seen yourself here four years ago, Kent, before um, you joined the program? I mean, like my ego would say yes, but in reality, no, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I would have liked to think, but I mean, I would have just, I would have been 40 years old and I would have been thinking, well, when's this going to come to me? I've been, <laughs> I've been waiting 40 years, you know, like I've been like manifesting this in my head the whole time, but like, so when's this going to come to me? You know, like it's not, it's just not going to come to me. So, I mean, I would, so, I mean, like probably uh, like four years ago, I would have said yes, but yeah. now thinking about it, no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that manifesting, you know, and there is something like manifest all you want and, Bring a bunch of action with the manifesting, you know, exactly, that's what's yeah. going to make it happen. So, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, like you can think about it all you want, but at the end of the day, that's just like a part and win, really. Uh, yeah. Like you really got to take action. Like you action is take, what, yeah. and 
And, you know, like, even if it's the smallest bit of action, it's just a matter of of just taking that action. And then, you know, tomorrow you can add on next day, add on, add on a bit more. It's just like taking action no matter what it is. Fantastic. And so, um, what, uh, what about habits? What, what good habits have you created for yourself? Uh, and that, that other leaders would want to, want to grab or look, look at taking on. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, two, I mean, two big things that really I've noticed just really like, uh, they put me off this year, uh, would just be one, like my drivenness, just, Mm -hmm. you know, like when I, you know, like when something comes in, in like my mind, I will do everything in my power to get that done. I'll act immediately. I, I won't waste time and I'll just make that my sole focus. And another habit, which I think is like a super, is, is like a like superpower is uh, getting up and going to the gym in the morning. Awesome. It's an a, amazing way to begin your day. Yeah. I think that is one of the biggest things that I've just uh, like put in my schedule. And even if it's just 30 minutes, you only get a couple workouts in just the sake of just, you know, that that's a great way to begin your day. You get that first thing done, you know, like you get your blood flowing and everything. And then it's a great way to begin your day. And you're just, and, the, and then, and then you're just kind of beginning going, you know, this way uphill. A hundred percent. Yeah. You're just moving. You're feeling like you're in your body. Absolutely. So, um, you know, anything that you'd like to share with the young leaders on this podcast? Yeah. Uh, don't be scared to fail. Like, don't be scared to mess up. Um, you know, like that's the only way that you like, you're going to learn like really the only way I'm doing what I am doing this year is because I failed so much in my first and second year. Uh, I learned from those mistakes and I was almost scared to fail. I was almost, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like scared of that. And then I really realized that there's no need to be scared to fail because like the more failures you make, the better you are because you just have more experience and you learn. So really just do not be scared to fail no matter what it is, no matter how many times you fail. I uh, just like, don't be scared of that. Yeah. And, and just so, so our leaders hear that, you know, within the context of successful years, you know, Kent was successful in his first two years of business and he saw really that I was failing. I said, I'd go canvas. I wouldn't. I said, I would call customers. I wouldn't. I said, I would, you know, look to keep recruiting. And I didn't, you know, that's what he means by failing. Like, it's like, I I kept failing myself or failing my business and you were making progress. And then even last year, you know, there, I'm sure there's areas where, Hey, I was failing to meet the standard that I did, although my standard doubled because, and now your standards just going to the next level. Right. And, and, and just seeing that that's part of the progress, part of the process of life. Right. It's like, okay. And now I'm at that next standard and just continue to do it. Right. And you're just operating in another standard. That's certainly what it looks like to me. Kid. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, in like my first and uh, like second year, I was almost like scared to put in too much time because I didn't want to uh, fail too much. You know, okay. like I didn't yeah. want to like, I, I like mess up too much. Uh, just because, yeah. And then I kind of realized that like, this is ridiculous. Like, what do you mean you're scared to fail? Like you're never going to get anything you want out of life. Uh, yeah. Like you really just like, can't be scared to fail. Uh, you can't be scared to, yeah, to just mess up. And cause I mean, like at the end of the day, that's how you learn. That's the only way we learn. Like you can tell me something a million times, but like, the odds of it actually clicking are so slim unless I go out in the field 
and I learned firsthand what you just said, then I know from experience, no, like you're right. He's hundred percent right. Yeah. Yeah. It's discovering it. And actually one thing I remember as well, you shared with me on one of our calls recently that you were finding a, a new habit that you started that, that, I, that I'd suggested. And by the way, it's not about me suggesting it. It's about you taking on the habit of gratitude and just, and again, I'm sharing it just because it's one of the things that I've really seen impact my life really powerfully. So how, how what's, what's that, what's that uh, habit that you've done and, and how's that impacted your, your life? Okay. Totally. Yeah. So every night uh, like before I go to bed, I'll say three things that I am uh, like grateful for. And I find that, I mean, you know, like at the beginning, I kind of, it, it like, uh, like took me a couple minutes to like to think of some things. And then yeah. towards the end, it's just like, Oh my God, how, how in God's name did that take me any faster than one second? Like now yeah. I can yeah. think of 20 things in, yeah. in one second. And just really thinking of like, not that like I need to do this more. I get to do this, you know, yeah, like there's a lot of people, there's millions of people, if not billions of people. Yeah. yeah I mean, like there is billions of people who just have nowhere near the, the chance that I got. And mm -hmm. I just really treat it differently as in like, I'm really grateful for the life I live. I'm really grateful for the things I'm able to do, the opportunities I have. Yeah, just really thinking about like you, you know, like you need to be grateful and you have like a lot in your life. Like your life's really good when you think about it, even if you, you know, like you don't think it's it's that good. When you think about really what you have in your life, like pretty much everybody in Canada lives an amazing life. Like yeah. we have an awesome life, like things are really good here. And it's really easy just to take that for granted and just think like, oh, I need to do this tonight. Like I need to do that. But it's like, no, like I get to do this. I have the actual like chance to do this when, you know, like not everyone else does. Absolutely. And, and again, it's, you just, there's no question, Ken, in, in, the, in my experience of you as a person over four years, it's just completely shifted, you know, again, just so much more buoyant and positive and, and, and open. And, and again, I think that, that one other, other habit is really making an impact, right? It's just like, you know, and again, it's just, it's just making such a, such a difference. I certainly feel it. And certainly again, I feel it in my life too. Totally. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, uh, like when I like think about it, it's like kind of hard for me to even know who I was four years ago. Like sure. I'm honestly not even the same person. Like I like to think yeah. that that's like my young that that's like my younger brother who has gone on, on vacation and you know we, we may not see him again because i don't remember the last time like you know you know like when i need to think back about like what i was like before student works like it's really hard to even remember what i was like but sure. i've yeah. changed just so much that uh yeah it's really hard to remember who i was even that's great so final question when you think of a leader of tomorrow what do you think of kent um, I think of someone who is willing to take action, uh, someone who's not afraid to fail and someone who's willing to lift up others and motivate others towards a common goal. Love it. Love it. That's, that's just great. He was not reading, by the way, from any script when he said that. Yeah. So just so our leaders listening know. I love it. I, that, that was that was wonderful, Ken. So, Ken, thanks so much. Again, I'm just so, so happy for you. You're just this 
huge breakout season, you know, let's keep crushing it, you know, and I just can't wait to see, you know, uh, at, at the banquet, see what you've accomplished and celebrate, uh, you know, in Cancun or Jamaica or wherever we're going in November, um, you know, just, just uh, this, this next transformation of you. So keep crushing it. Same Chris. And uh, you know, I like, thank you very much. I'll hey, be my there. Pleasure. And- we'll see you soon. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.